0: Hey, welcome to tune Time, bringing you Newcastle United news and transfer rumours. So, carrying on from yesterday, it seems Dwight Gayle is on the cost buffer, joining Stoke City on a two-year deal for a free transfer. It's good that this deal is getting concluded quite quickly. It should be announced tomorrow, I believe. I've I haven't seen any news. To the country of that um I'll take a little look right now to see if there's been any updates and nope it's still the same it's most likely it's going to be announced tomorrow so good luck to Dwight Gale and I have to thank him for his service to Newcastle United and wish him the best you know it's, it's the, the best option for all parties concerned helps him go and get some game time and be in a position where his efforts will will be rewarded with um, opportunities to play at Newcastle even though it's been said that he's good in terms of uh, training and as a dressing room presence he wasn't going to get any opportunities to play he was shown last season after Chris Wood was brought in and Callum Wilson went down that he was not going to be trusted with leading the the line at any point so that said it all and now that Newcastle are no longer in such a um, precarious position I mean look at the position we were in in terms of the fear of being relegated and it wasn't looked at as an option at all so now that we're looking very much off in in terms of where we want to finish in the in the league he stands no chance to be honest and it's it was good that Eddie Howe came out and was quite clear and i believe it was clear with everybody he, who he was told the opportunities that Newcastle were essentially nil that they knew it, their position and that's the way it's supposed to be that's what the top managers do they can be extremely ruthless in their vision and that's what's necessary at times it's unfortunate that it has to be like that but it's better to know where you stand than um being in no man's land thinking oh i might have a chance when truthfully the, the manager would be leading him along if he if he's kept saying oh if you keep going the way you might get an opportunity to play he was clear from the get-go as soon as the transfer window open we're going to try and find your opportunity elsewhere and thankfully he's taking it rather than just he could have just kept coming to train and keep getting his wage he just preferred to go and find somewhere to play uh the sekumara transfer links are are dead essentially because he's set to join in Southampton I believe for around 11 million pounds so I think the rumours were pretty much drummed up by the French press Bordeaux and his agents to try and um, engineer a move for him as quickly as possible because that's the only thing I can really think of why it happened and the fact that Southampton were, have been pr- being able to get him quite easily, to be honest. And I believed he was linked to us and Atletico Madrid. So uh, I don't know what's happened with that transfer, but good luck to the young man. There's a there's a report from the Athletic, and they were talking about Newcastle have, re- have released some data metrics that. The squad has been the fittest it's ever been, and that's a great indicator of um, just getting the basics down. You know, that that sets the foundation. High levels of fitness will allowed players to. Um, they can implement Eddie's Eddie Howe's game plan to the fullest without having to worry about are, are we going to be able to last the, the full 90 minutes. So that's out. That, that's the type of things you want to be hearing, and um, it allows for better recovery between matches, as the fatigue will eventually come. But the higher your levels of fitness are the, the base level anyway. It should bode well in terms of your recovery, and especially during the season, it's gonna be extremely testing as there are a lot of demands with the the World Cup coming up in December yeah so in November and December the World Cup's coming so for the international players that's going to be testing and it, it shows how much and how has got players to buy in to what he's trying to do? Because the accusations that used to be leveled at John Joe Shelby, where he was told, where in a lot of places people perceive him as being quite um, lackadaisical and lazy, you know, and he's shown that um, he's been willing to put in the hard hard work to be effective in the system, I, me personally, I sometimes looked at General Charville and wonder, was wondering, there's a lot more to him, so why isn't he giving it, you know, and he, he's shown that he does care, he's come out and says that he wants to be a part of the initial stages of this, uh, this project project he wants to get his automatic contract extension for a year which is highly likely and after that earn another maybe year or so so that, that shows how much Eddie Howe has had an effect on these players and they've really bought into what he's trying to build I've, I've heard some people saying that he's a stopgap manager and there are um. PIEF, Amanda Stavely, Jamie Rubin, Madrid, Gadusi, eventually going to have to look elsewhere if they want the team to keep progressing, but I believe he could be the guy, if it turns out that it's not that way, then we'll have to wait and see, but from what I've seen so far, he's looking like he can really turn this the ship in the direction that we want it to go, and he's done that throughout his career as a manager. Eddie Howe. I remember watching the, um when he when he initially became manager. I watched the documentary about when he saved Bomber from getting relegated from Need Two, especially with the the points deficit that they had, and then getting them promoted all the way from League Two all the way to the Premier League. He has the ability to um, get a squad on his side and believe in, in the vision that he has and he takes no prisoners, he expects high standards of his players but he also expects those high standards of himself and I think that's why he gets the respect from his playing staff There's um. he was talking about uh, a player that he's been working with for quite a while in Matt Ritchie that there is a possibility that he could leave Newcastle and in ways that would be unfortunate but once again he's very much a rotation player so it could happen and especially the fact that I I personally know that he'd been away from his family for quite a while because I think last summer as well there was talk about he wants to go back to the south coast but I didn't I thought it was just that he just wanted to move on, but I didn't realise much like with Callum Wilson, he he still had his family on the south coast. But in Callum Wilson's case, he's brought his family up, which hopefully helps him in terms of injuries because there's another thing that that's what you don't realise with a lot of these uh, football players, that they do some things that you don't (laughs) really expect that he was travelling that Callum Wilson was travelling from Newcastle down to the south coast and back Quite regu- regularly Which is Which may have been contributing to his injuries Because I, d- I don't think It's good to be Constantly travelling like that And especially With his um, With his His injury record It was necessarily A good idea but Thankfully he's brought his family up to Newcastle so it should help him in terms of that there's been um, a tenuous link to Nicola Pepe of Arsenal i think that Arsenal are trying to get, um, get him game off the books personally and it's most likely agent talk i heard Sevilla uh, looking at him as well i don't think he's a bad player but his experience in England has not been good he's kind of been thrown on the scrappy for Arsenal from what I've seen you know the transfer transfer fee that he was bought for I don't believe that was ever warranted and it has um, seemingly played on him Into uh, it seems like he can the weight of the, the after transfer fee has has been quite crushing for him to be honest you could say that was similar to what happened with Jordan to when he was brought in to Newcastle but I also believe he was mismanaged by the previous regime because the ability of the player was always there maybe he was never a striker and that is also true but Eddie has drawn a lot of the ability out and he's looking like there's a lot more to come from Jordan, personally. Well, um, looking at Nicola Pepe, I would wonder if Eddie Howe could produce the magic, if Newcastle could get him on loan. Arsenal would have to pick up a lot of the wages as well. It would be it would be kind of interesting, I believe, and it it probably would be a lot lower down in any transfer target list that the recruitment team may have, but. I'll have to wait and see, but I don't think he'll be moving to another club in England, his time is probably coming to an end Arsenal have spent quite a bit this summer, so they they definitely have to get some players off the books and he will probably be one of them I think also Reese Nelson may be looking at the um, exit door at Arsenal, but I don't know where he would go either so yeah it's a, it's a, a strange link to be honest. I, I don't see that happening. Even though I believe Adehel could get a tune out of him, it's something I don't see. But well, once again, it's a uh, transfer season, and there's a lot of weeks to go, and options will come available. Because I've seen in the forums play that um, everyone's getting a bit antsy, and they're getting a bit argumentative now and looking at the window with a bit of um, disappointment but personally I think it's got the, the transfer window's been going quite well so far. You know yeah they've had some excitement with being linked to the likes of Musa Diaby. Of but even though it's died down a bit, there are a lot of options out there. I personally don't know as many players as I used to but I know the transfer team and the recruitment team after Newcastle United definitely does know a lot of targets that they have in mind and they will be going through their process to um identify the the players at correct prices which leads me to a, a player that was formerly linked to Newcastle in Jesse Lingard who's um signed for Nottingham Forest and I've seen reports that supposedly he signed for one year at 200,000 Pounds a week, and if that's what it is, um, it's understandable that Nottingham Forest would want to bring in a proven Premier League player. And Jesse Lingard is proving it in the Premier League. Is shown that he can score when given the opportunity to be the main man. When like when he was at West Ham, as well as is. Um, not particularly injury-prone for, for, from what I've seen from his career, so I think it will be a good addition for them, especially it's the 1-1 yet, it's just a, essentially a rental, so they're not really losing anything by it, so if they do go down at the end of the season, part, both parties can uh, separate, and if they do manage to stay up, then they may want to look at doing another deal. So. It'd be interesting to see what happens there, but personally from a Newcastle United point of view, I'm glad that it didn't happen as it would have been um, a potential disturbance to what uh, this new Newcastle United are trying to cultivate in terms of um, the narrative in, in the way they spend money and the club ethos as well as the image they're portraying so this the club will one day become what we all dream of it but it's not going to become some um some playboys playpen where they're just picking up the most exotic names with the biggest transfer fees and wages building it unbalanced, balance, then, um, you know, it's not, yeah.